Richard, what do you think about this year's uh, summer league? Wow, we're jumping into it. I know. Well, I'm curious because I felt a certain way, but I was there the first three days, so you were there kind of the last days, like a screw. Well, like okay, summer league as a whole, as a thing, I would say yeah. it was awesome. I think NBA con, the games were good. Um, I think the top players. I'm glad that Wimby showed up and played. I'm glad that everybody. I think the Thompson twins look good. You know, Bates look good. Yeah, it was. It, I, I thought it was. I thought it was a good summer league. I thought it was a good start to the growth of like the NBA con and what they're trying to do. Yeah. I I was like extremely impressed at how serious the young guys took it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like even the guys that came back to like work on their game, like sometimes you're like, oh, all right. But like, it seemed like this year there was like a bigger emphasis. I think a lot of the older teams are seeing like there's a, you can gain so much from coming to summer league. Because it'll just boost the rest of your summer. Like, oh, I've been working on this move. That fucking move don't work. We got to go back to the lab, right? But you don't know that if you're just in the gym pit-patting with cones, you got to, like, hoop in a real situation. Mm-hmm. So some shit you've been working on, you may have to just keep that in the pocket and work on some other things. But I felt like it was organized. I felt like, and obviously, I think it also helps when you have such a big name like Wembyama, mm-hmm. right? Um, kind of upset Scoot didn't play because he got hurt. I wanted to see his game. I thought Brandon Miller was up and down, but that yeah. happens, right? Um, I did like the Thompson twins. I was like, yeah. shit, they kind of nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just felt like it was like other years, I was like, eh, you know, more yeah. like flash and stuff. This, was a, big, this was a big year. This was a big year. Big year. There's a lot of things. A lot of things talked about. This was a big year. You had Scoot Henderson. You know, you had the Dame situation. This was a an abnormally exciting summer league. Yeah. Well, I also Do you think, think you Vegas had a, takes it a little serious, huh? You gained like a new perspective and a new appreciation. Yeah, because I think really? Vegas is taking it more serious. The more rumblings that Vegas is getting a basketball team, more people are like, "Shit! Oh, this is going to be here. I'm interested in this." Right. So I think the 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 basketball enthusiasm is different, right? It's not a we're not a traveling circus anymore. Now it's like we're always in Vegas. All thirty teams are there. All these hotels are set up. Kids are like in this hotel waiting for you know players. They're in that hotel waiting for players. The win, the win is just if, oh like, if you want to see anybody Winning. associated. Yeah, if you want to see anybody associated with the NBA, go to summer league and hang out at the win. Oh. But the win is the best, though. It is It is the best. Yes. Best Chinese we are, by far. We aren't just saying that. I actually was just there again and had that Chinese again at Red 8. Um, having said that, I think, too, when you connect all the dots is what Take you guys are saying. And then you also have this big freaking sphere that's just bouncing basketballs all over oh. it. I mean, every single human being I felt like that was associated with the league was posting that on their social media. It's like, oh, well, it's that's the where they are. the wildest thing of opulence I have ever seen. Somebody <laughs> was word. like, who has $10 trillion goes, you know what they need? <laughs> they need a gigantic globe, but it looks like the moon or an eyeball. They're like, how much is that going to cost? Billions. A billion? What you going to do with it? Look at it. What else? <laughs> You might go inside it and like look at stars. All right. Well, on that note, uh, Channing, are you ready to go camping? Sorry. 
I loved Actually, your I, I loved your post. It's gonna get crazy today because all the families come in and then they take all their stuff and put it in the coolers and then we put them on the boats and then everything gets labeled and then we leave tomorrow at like five a.m. It's such a system. It's a three and a half hour it, drive. Like, down pat, like what you're doing. Wait, you put it, you put it in the boat. What do you mean? So our boats, we have two boats, right? A pontoon and then a, a wakeboard boat, and then they have covers. So like chairs, propane tanks, things like that go in the boat as we drive them over. Uh, so the only things in the back of the truck would be like booze and pineapples. I don't know, like <laughs> stuff. Yeah, like booze and food. And then because you have to boat over. So like you go to the dock and then you boat to your cove and then you got to unload it, set up and then go boat back. And then you do that three or four times. Do you, are you the person that puts that? Do you put the boat in the, in the water? The pontoon? No, 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 no. I don't drive it yet. It's too scary. But hey, me and that pontoon. Who drives, who drives it? Uh, Lauren, uh, our guy, Brino, and then uh, my wife, my wife is, is yeah. Well, she grew up on the water. I grew up on the desert. Listen, you want to, you want to last two weeks in the desert? I'm your guy. You want to back up a boat in the water? Get my wife. She's a uh, water okay, rat. Okay. I'm a desert I, rat. Okay. I, listen, listen Richard, having a pontoon, even if I had a Ferrari, I would rather have a pontoon. That's it is the greatest. Says. You literally, I'll be up there cruising with that motherfucker. Listen, <laughs> put a fat system on that thing, eating sunflower seeds. Y'all need a ride? See a oh. wave? Look, none of this, it's not like that. You just cut waves. So like if you're in a wakeboard boat, you're like this all day, and you get sick, and it ain't, it ain't the jam. A pontoon, you just cruising like a '75 Lincoln, just, <laughs> just out there cruising, not going fast. We're not going nowhere fast. Just in a JFK Lincoln. Oh, which I do have too. Yeah, <laughs> of course Love you. That car. I do. But yeah, that's I second it. all I, of that. Know. Pontoons are wonderful. Just don't make sure that you go top heavy because then you're all going under. That's a problem. Who doesn't? Don't be at the front of it. Don't be at the front of it. <laughs> that should be going through. under. Well, because it's nothing. It's literally three metal buoys and then like plastic, like board, motor, steering wheel. So if the front of it goes like this when you go, it'll just dive into the water like that. Really? Do they all? Does that happen often? No. It happened our first day up at the lake this year. We had too many people and we were all in the front and all of a sudden you just see that water come over and we all just run to the back. Just run to the yeah. It's like not fun. It's, it's just because you can't the water have nine adults in the front, dude. Yeah. You can't have nine adults in the front of the boat. Like it just, it is yeah. not built like that. Like spread out everybody, spread out. But you could And tell. when everyone's, when everyone's sober, you understand that. But when everyone's been drinking, you forget that. Oh yeah. And so yeah. then it's like, hey, oh, <laughs> we've got uh, a couple of good shows here before Chan Channing goes to the wild um, and is on his whatever he just called his pontoon. Uh -oh! um, and we're going to call this truth or trash for the upcoming season. Okay. I'm going to give you some statements and you let me know if you believe in it. If you don't, obviously, truth or trash and tell me why. OK, we'll begin with just because we're coming off a summer league and discussion like that. Las Vegas and Seattle are the most deserving cities for expansion teams. Truth or trash? Oh, truth. 
one thousand percent true. They wouldn't even need expansion teams. There are teams that can just go there instead. That would be better served. I will not say any names to to not disrespect any fan bases, but yeah, it's truth. But again, it doesn't even need to be expansion. Just send teams back there. Damian Lillard will be starting for the Blazers on opening night. Truth or trash? Trash. Well, that's 50-50. Yeah. I'll say it's trash. I say it's truth. I say he does a Kevin Durant-style situation where they're like, hey, listen, we'll respect your wish. But right now, the offers and, and what it is, you're too good, you're too important. We will. And that gives Miami some more time. That gives whoever else some more time to kind of negotiate it. But I think they're like, hey, come here and we will take care of you. I, I think the Kevin Durant thing is more of the model. Kevin Durant is more the model. Very similar. He asked for a trade. They go to him. They're like, dude, you're too good. You're too important. We got you for multiple years. We will request your trade. But right now, let's start the season. And we think that the offers will get better. I try to explain to people in Portland, Dame is a Ferrari. And this is no offense to Miami. They don't even have a Maserati other than (laughs) Jimmy Butler and Bam. Like, I just, that's not how they're built. Like, so nothing, if you're Portland, you want to rebuild with something. If you're an owner, you need something fancy, right? You can't trade one Ferrari for a bunch of Kias. It ain't, like, you're going to get better gas mileage, but. Hashtag official sponsor of the NBA. I was going to (laughs) say. Ooh, Kia, what's up? Give us a car. Um, But, like, for me, I honestly think, and this is going to sound crazy, Philly is the best place for Dame. James Harden doesn't want to be there. Figure something else out. I think Dame and Lillard, or Dame and Joel Embiid go better than Dame and Miami. I just don't think it's a lot. I think Dame and Miami looks good. If you can keep Bam, you can keep Jimmy. I like that big three more than I like KD, uh, Book, and Bradley. Yeah, totally. And oh, we'll get to that in a second. And I, you know, we're Phoenix fans, so I am curious how that works. You're asking the guy who led the league in scoring two years ago to turn into a point guard all of a sudden. Like, ah, that's gonna be that's gonna be damn. He's gonna lead the Suns and assist with three. By the way, I just actually saw Frank Vogel over the weekend here in Manhattan Beach. I won't say where he was, but he's super super excited. Obviously, Dude, he's as a nice. Team. I would too. You don't have to coach. Yeah. What's he got to do? Hey, one of y'all, go get the ball. Go. Go do something. I'm just, I'm so happy for him. He's super, super excited and a great place and excited to be in Phoenix. So, hey, road trippers, Channing and I love our dogs and want them to have the best food and nutrition available. That's why we feed our pups food from the farmer's dog. Whether you have a young puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. The farmer's dog helps to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. It's the best option for dogs at all stages of life because it's not kibble, it's not canned goo, it's real food. The Farmer's Dog isn't just higher quality food, they also send the food pre-proportioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health helping you both live more healthy, happy, and full years together. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash roadtrippin'. Plus, you'll get free shipping. 
Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash roadtripping to get 50% off your first box of food. That's thefarmersdog.com slash roadtripping. All right, we'll stay in Philly then. Joel Embiid will repeat as league MVP. Truth or trash? Oh, trash. Trash. No, trash. I think, I, I think you can see how taxing it is. And it, not, it, he's definitely built like that. But I think if he's going, he's got just same with Jokic and, and Giannis a couple of years ago. Like you got to start figuring out how to build for the future. And that means that some days you might have to be like, hey, look, I want to make sure that we can play out of the post. We play out of the elbow, all things that he does. But I think if you more focus on on t- team excellence, you know, then I think I, I think the individual does take a hit at times. And there are great players that need to focus on individual excellence. Right. Like I think the last few years, he's like, I'm going to be individually great and everyone's going to follow. But I think just like Giannis won those two MVPs and then the next year it was like the Bucks were trying different things. They were trying different lineups. They were playing different ways. Right. So I just don't think that he's going to have an MVP year, you know, especially brand new coach. You don't know what's going on in, in that circus in Philly. So no chance. Now I won't say no chance. He's definitely got a chance. I just I wouldn't I wouldn't put my money on it. I just don't think his motivation is the same. And I think all of us saw the problem is, is like, what have you done for me lately? Jokic had three bad, three medium weeks. I'm not even going to say bad. He had three medium weeks where maybe he got a little tired or Denver was number one in the West all year long. So he had a lull, right? Who knows what happened? And he went back to being Jokic. But Joel Embiid had a healthy, consistent year and won and then got bounced out basically in the first round. And then all of a sudden, Jokic dominates in the playoffs and shows that his skills, his game can have levels. Everyone's going to go, Jokic is the best player in basketball until somebody dethrones him now. So Jokic might win for the next three years. And I no one's to say there's a better chance of Jokic winning it, especially now, you know, I could see him winning uh, like, like a Braun, like a three and four years type thing. Like, yeah, I can see it because I think his numbers will be off the chart. There won't be any questions about postseason performance. He's coming off a finals MVP. If Denver is top two, if he's putting up good to great numbers, if they're consistent, if he's healthy, I have a better chance of him. Yeah, and also one thing for Jokic, there's not going to be any more voter fatigue. No. All that is gone. Gone. (laughs) All that is gone for him, which is awesome. Like, I also think one sleeper pick – that we're not, we don't really talk about. I think Giannis, given him a full summer, pretty much off, I think we're going to see a different, I think he's going to be on a rampage this year. Yeah, I agree. But I would, I would, if I had to put money on somebody, I like oh, Jokic winning an MVP over, over anybody next. Because now it's like everything. The triple doubles won't be disrespected because he did it through the postseason. It's kind of like when Russell was hitting all the triple doubles, and you're like, well, he's not going to do that in the postseason, which he didn't, right? But Jokic did it through the whole postseason. So now when he starts hitting these crazy numbers, people are going to be like, he's just dominating. Like, that's how – that like, there's no answer for him. Yeah. Okay, let's take that one step further. Nikola Jokic will finally average a triple double. He averaged 24.5, 11.8 boards, 9.8 assists last year. No. No, they'll be in championship cruise control. And I, I don't mean that like they're not going to be great. I mean, it's going to be like some teams are like they could be so good next year where it's like they're not playing in fourth quarters. 
right? Because you know, I'm saying like, no, I know you make it sense. Yeah, they're not playing in fourth quarters because they come out there, they're champions. They know what they got to do. It's kind of like what Golden State when they won the '73, coming off of winning a championship, you're always better the next year because you're like, oh, I play in the NBA Finals, like a Tuesday night doubleheader on ESPN. It's not a big game. Let's go clean these dudes up. Be done in the third quarter. Can you guys Clean give a little perspective, a little perspective on how much fun it is to go through the regular season as a defending NBA champ? Dude, imagine walking to someone with Why a is dick Richard out? smiling? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's debauchery. It's debauchery. Debauchery. Because there's nothing, you're like, yeah, you don't, you don't got it tonight. No matter how much you prepare or practice, we're just like, we've seen it, you ain't got it. <laughs> and whenever you try it, Oh, that's what you got? Okay, come on. Come oh. on. Switch lineups. You you go in yeah, there. Hey, that's but we are also a fuck around and find out team during the regular season. During the regular season, we were a fuck around and find out team. During the postseason, it was like, all right, time over, ten in a row. Yeah. Doing that back to back. Now I've done it before. That's my I've done it three times, winning ten in a row in the postseason. Like the way the Cavs and the way we did it, it was just like when I say we, I mean the boy LeBron and, and Kyrie really did most of the work <laughs> and we filled in the gaps. But boy, when you're like, wait, what gap do I need to fill in? I need to defend, shoot, shoot forty percent and rebound. And if I do my job, all these other people are doing their job and it doesn't matter. Hey, let's go. You're like, yeah, Channing, when this guy goes in, check yourself in. And I was like, Oh, word? And then the dude doesn't get in the first quarter. I go, yo, he fucking tricked me. <laughs> and I see him go in, I run. And they're like, yo, here are your plays. And I'm just like, cool, cool, cool. come on back, Channing. And then we're up 15. And I'm trying to get them four quarter heavy minutes. <laughs> trying to get that playoff garbage time is different than regular season garbage time. Oh, yeah. Playoff garbage time is great. It's great. That's the a, that's a best pickup game of all time. Because oh, yeah. nobody's yeah, running plays. They don't want nobody to get hurt. A lot, lot of visibility. You, oh, all yeah. of get, you all of a sudden get 10 points. You're like, dude, I had 10 points in the playoffs. Yeah, you you go, go into the bag in the playoffs, right? Because yeah. yeah. you're like, somebody may say, well, shit, if you don't play hard now, you're in the best shape of your life. You're locked in like a motherfucker. And really, you're thinking, if I ever get in, I want to be in a rhythm. So I got to go hard. So it ain't like, it's not a bullshit time. It's like the best version, but also nobody wants to get hurt. So mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. a lot of bap, 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 jumpers, you know, just close yeah. out. You make it, make it. Um, all right. Ben Simmons will be a starter on opening night. Truth or trash? Trash. Stop it. All right. Uh, you listen. I'm refusing to answer. Wax and call it a duck. I'm just I, at some point. I am refu- I'm refusing to answer Ben Simmons questions until Ben Simmons consistently plays. Just I'm on strike. On strike. He's he's a. You look at the social media. No, 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 you look at a, what's out not, there. Not, he's not, putting not, himself not, in a position. Ali, that's not a bad question. I'm not. That is not. Oh, I, I don't of, even. Yeah, I'm not even taking uh, that way. I yeah. was just going off uh, of. Ali, have you ever seen an M Night Shyamalan movie, Ali? <laughs> no. I refuse yes, to have. ask any of those ridiculous questions about movies. No, no, no. But here's my thing, right? M. Night Shyamalan had two good movies, two really good movies. <laughs> he keeps making shitty movie after shitty movie. But you know what we keep talking about? Those, terse, those first two really good <laughs> movies. At some point, he went from a really good movie maker to a shitty movie maker. Now, he may have one little one that's okay, 
but he ain't he ain't bringing out bangers like that. It happens. I just don't you, you, like it's the workout stuff. I don't I don't give a fuck what you do in the summer in your little half court gym with people that are your friends. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to do nothing. Show me when you play. Show me when you play. Other than that, okay. you are who I thought you were. Okay. We had him in the third quarter. <laughs> you don't the Lakers. No, the Lakers will, but I liked the energy behind it. The Lakers will be a top four seed in the West. Truth or trash? Ooh. Truth. Hold on. Hold on. Let's go by numbers here. Denver. I think Sacramento. Phoenix, Memphis, Golden Phoenix. State. I don't know Memphis. I'm not going to say Memphis. Well, I'm just saying what going through the teams. We're just going through the teams. Yeah. There's Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, Clippers. <laughs> Clippers. Remember, I was listening to T. Lou on another podcast, and he was like, I told them I got to take – they got to take the regular season serious. Mm-hmm. So, like, that may be – and this is the year. We'll talk about that. This may be the year where you're like, hey, we – this ain't it. If all this happens again, oh, this is the year. Oh, this is the year. <laughs> fifth year, the fifth year. Hang on. So you guys both have the Lakers. Truth, top four seed, and the yeah, West. I think they're five or six. I, 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 I think they're five or six. Four. I haven't thought. Okay. Four. I just want them to if move healthy, on because I, if healthy, if healthy, let's say if LeBron and AD can play close to seventy games. Oh, then yeah, I think they're top three. That's ridiculous. But that's the okay. biggest. That's more of a what if than Ben Simmons. No, that's a thirty-nine-year-old man. That, yeah, that's and, disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm saying, like, 70? okay, let's say if he plays sixty-eight games, right? Because you got to play sixty-five games just to qualify. Oh, you yeah. You got to play yeah, sixty-five yeah. games to qualify. I so forgot I'm, about that. I'm gonna say, Ooh. I'm gonna say, it's like a lot of people are gonna be hovering around that sixty-five to seventy-game range, in my opinion. Um, not a lot. I just think people that have injuries and over the course of the season. Um, but yeah, if they if they play sixty-five, seventy. Okay, so I want to take it then one step further because I feel like you guys were both on to something. As you mentioned, T. Lou talked to Kawhi and Paul about taking the regular season serious. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George will both finish the season with the Clippers. Truth or trash? Oh, true. 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 I think they'll finish there. I, I think there's Palmer's a, a big-time mover like that. I don't think he's a blow-it-up in a, in a regular season guy, right? I think he's more... <laughs> Uh, calculated than that, where he'd be like, okay, we lost again in the playoffs. What do we need to do to get better? Or do we need to restart this? And then I think he just clears slate if something else happens this year. Well, and when you are building a new arena, you want names in that arena. Like, yeah. you, like you're rather off, like, having, like, the sixth seed. Like, you don't uh, – with, with all due respect to, to – the talent level on some of these teams. You don't want a Charlotte. You don't want an Oklahoma City. You don't want a Houston. You don't want a Detroit. You don't want these. You want names. You want to because the uh, the initial thing is that if we have good enough names, people will come check out the state of the art arena. If they come check out the state of the art arena, they'll stay. Right. So then, even when it, the team's not great, then you're like, oh, okay, like we're gonna go to a nice arena. It'll be nice. We'll do this. You just don't want to do it and just have it be a, a crappy product and trying to get people into a new arena. That arena starts looking real expensive when it's half filled. <laughs> You're like $50, 100 2000 okay. Damn. Uh, uh, yeah. 
That's all what I do you think? What do you think Ty means when he says that we have to take the regular season serious? And I, I asked that question from a standpoint because they do deal with injuries and, and you know, the history kind of in the injury history with Kawhi, especially like, what is he, what is he meaning when he's saying that? He's not talking about himself. I think he's saying organizationally and player accountability needs to be higher. Right. He's like, dude, I go into games. I don't know who's my starting lineup. I like today. I, he's like, and he even said, he said that with the COVID years, and a lot of coaches said this, it made them better coaches because they were walking in not knowing who their lineup is, not like 10 minutes before they're going to change it up. And they were just, they had to be a lot more versatile versus very rigid with their, who they were playing, how much time they were playing, all those things. So I think he's more just saying it's like organizationally, we can't continue to be like, we're going to build into this because it's not working. And I think that's the definition of insanity. So I just think, I think he's looking at it from the standpoint of like, he's not saying I need to coach harder. He's just saying <laughs> yeah. we, he's including himself as in like, Hey, no, no, no. I need you available for 70 games, right? If you're available, we can rest, we can do these things, but if we're not a great team going into the postseason, we're not going to play great. Uh, I just think if, if you're always looking for the future, you're never being present. If they're always like, well, I just need to be healthy for the playoffs and I'll be fine. You're not allowing everyone to get their rhythm because not everyone is like you. Not everyone could just turn that on, especially for the younger guys on that Clippers team. So for me, I think it's like, hey, PG and Kawhi, take these games serious so that we can do our job, the rest of us, so that you can be the best version of yourself, right? I think if you are you know, not, 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 I'm not saying they don't approach the season like this, but what I'm saying is if they go, every game is extremely important. We want to be available. I think their, their approach is different. I think they will be in the best shape of their life. And I think that their teammates will have an opportunity to feel their next levels, right? If they go, man, this is a big game. It's a regular season. I need to go to level 10. His teammates are going to realize I need to go to level 10 also. And I only say that from experience as a role player, right? Like when LeBron gets, gets or Kyrie and them get fired up for a big game. And I've never been on a team. Like when they first played the Lakers or something like that, I go, Oh shit. Like I got, I got work to do. Cause like they got another levels. I'm like, Oh, they like when you were like, when you were fat, when you showed up from Orlando, I wasn't fat. I was unused. <laughs> <laughs> What are you? Damn. Is that, is I was like a Kobe cow. Is that, is getting, that the term? Is that the term? Yeah. yeah uh, unused. Tell yourself. We, have a, we, we have a brand new car. It's unused. It's a little bit on the chunky side. But look, if you start driving it, it'll lean out and turn into a sports car. That's what I'm car. saying. There's too much gas in my tank now. Uh, There's too much gas. I mean, what am I supposed did. to do? I'm not a runner. And who was I going to hoop against? Andrew uh, it's, it's not about you. It's to your point. Yes. Yes. Right. Like there is playoff teams and there are teams that when you walk in the building, everyone's at eight percent body fat trying to win a championship versus the guys that are 10 and 12 that are like, uh, we're the 60. We might have a chance at the second round. We you know, we might we yeah. might. Oh, yeah. Real different. It's a real different feeling of like, oh, yeah, y'all, that ain't it, y'all. <laughs> we mm -hmm. we better get that head busted. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you, Where are we going if you hold their two superstars to the same standard in terms of 
playing a certain level of games as you did the two Lakers superstars, where do you have the Clippers falling in the West? Fifth. I truly if, think that if the Lakers have a better play, chance of being healthy than the Clippers. I think the Lakers have a better chance of being healthy. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And that if says something. If those two play 68 games, I'm going to fuck around and say the Clippers are third. I just don't see – I just don't think there are very many teams – they're going to win almost every single one of their matchups around the league, maybe except for Denver – Phoenix is a good matchup. Lakers are a good matchup. We haven't even talked about the We haven't even talked about the Pelicans. Oh, we're going to conclude this episode, and I got one for you. We'll start the next episode with the Pelicans. It's another edition of Road Trip. Back.